we're on. Good morning. Good morning. This is Jayla Robinson. And Shay Pentino here. Welcome to Ask, Ask Yourself Why, Why Not. Not. Yay! Welcome, Why Notters, to another episode of our podcast. This morning, we have a special guest on, Miss Jessica Johnston. Woo-woo! Welcome, Jessica. Good morning. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you this morning? I am wonderful. Wonderful. How are you guys? We're good. We're amazing. <laughs> we're amazing. Got some coffee. We're doing it. Yes. Yeah. It's that activity season of life. Isn't the fall busy with kids and activities? Oh, yeah. And our youngest is in travel hockey, so we're just like all the time Here, there, going. And everywhere. Yeah. Um, well, to start us out, we always do our quote of the day, and we try to pick a quote that's going to go with the episode. <laughs> So today, Jessica, do you want to read our quote to take it, take us through? Cause this is kind of based on what you told me your life mantra is. Do you have it? That's okay. If you don't, no big deal. I'll, I can read it. It is the presence of fear does not mean you have no faith. Fear visits everyone, but make fear a visitor and not a resident. And that's by Max Licato. Oh, Yes, I love that. Sorry. I'm I'm clearly not with it just yet this morning either. So yeah. here we go, Wednesday. Let's try that again. Listen, we're all new to this podcast. You know game. what? We're actually recording super late today at the, at the time of 8.30 a.m. I know. What's up with that? As they say from that, um, every time I say that, do you remember that Saturday Night Live where he's like, ooh, wee. No. <laughs> what up with that? No. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> you have to Google it. It's a good one. Um, anyways, so when I had reached out to Jessica about coming on as a guest, she told me that her mantra is, um, faith over fear. And I was reading a little bit. I did a little bit of reading this morning from that Mel Robson, Robson, is that how you say it? Robbins. Robbins. Mel Robbins. Robbins. Mel Robbins. That's it. Yeah. Her book, um, the high five habit. And she talked about making meaningful mantras because you can say a mantra all you want but if you don't believe it mm -hmm. you're just still going to have resistance to it so I can tell that you definitely believe this that faith over fear is that how you oh yeah would you say yeah absolutely no doubt faith over fear and I also go with mind over matter because if you can learn to have full faith in in something and your mindset is very strong in that direction, you can take anything on no matter what the situation is. Now, Jessica, have you always been like this or has this been like a new um, mindset way for you? I have. I've, I've always been like this. I have to give a lot of credit to my parents. They raised us to be very strong in faith and mind. And with the, the idea that, you know, we can do anything in life. We just have to believe, set it up and you have to, exactly. You have to believe it and you have to visualize it and you have to like put the little steps into work to get to where you want to be. And each time I did that through life, I, I got to that goal. So when I was in my lymphoma battle, it became an entirely new level. It was like, take everything I've ever learned in life, all these beliefs of my faith and a strong mindset and make it like exponential, like as high and strong as it possibly could be. And 
that was how I tackled every single day. And sometimes it was second by second that day. So you, you really have to have that solid, solid ground to keep moving in the right direction. Right. Well, Jessica mentioned a little piece that we're going to talk about of her journey today, her lymphoma battle. But I just want to introduce our audience to you, those of you that may know her or may not. She is a familiar face. She managed the West Spa for 12 years, which is a fabulous spa here at Ogilvy. Always a friendly face, very passionate about health and wellness and the spa services. Um, You're a Wheeling native, graduated from Wheeling Park High School. She and I went to college together at Bethany. We were sorority sisters. Elazi, <laughs> um, and she is now a wellness coach and mentor, uh, and a lymphoma survivor, which we're going to talk a little bit about both of those journeys today. Um, what is a wellness coach and mentor? Like, what would you say you do, or how and how that evolved? So I've always had, you know, like a healthy lifestyle, and I've never been one to like dive into fad diets and things like that. Mm -hmm. We were taught as kids, you, you build a healthy lifestyle, you eat right, you know, you just do all these things that kind of, again, build that foundation for your life so that it doesn't become a quick, oh, I'm going on vacation. I have to drop 20 pounds. Oh, I need to like, you know, you don't have to do any of that. When you live a healthy lifestyle and you understand, you know, wellness, it is just that it's your lifestyle. And, you know, like for an example, this weekend we went out to celebrate my 40th birthday, but the way I celebrate now versus the way I used to celebrate is completely different scale. I know how to enjoy myself, but not destroy myself in a sense. I mean, really that's the, the, the truth right there. And I bet it's taken, you know, a lot of time to get to that point. I'm still trying to figure that one out myself. Yeah, (laughs) it has. I mean, it's been a lot of work. And a lot of times that's what scares people away from setting themselves up with a healthy lifestyle, because there's a lot that goes into it that people don't see. You know, I spent years working with an integrative nutritionist, and she also does blood work chemistry analysis. So working with her and then working with our chiropractic wellness doctor side by side, where I would have panels of blood work done and they both read it differently, but they both agreed, hey, you're deficient with this. Hey, this is way too high. We need to figure that out. Let's adjust your nutrition. Let's give you clean, proper supplements to support your body for exactly what you need specifically. And when you really learn to break it down like that, I mean, each individual person is so different that what works for me is not going to work for you two. Right. Necessarily. There are some things that are going to be similar. You need to sleep. You need to move your body every day. You need to drink plenty of water. You know, you need to fill your body with proper nutrients and get sunlight and all that kind of stuff. But what I'm deficient on may not be what you're deficient on. Yeah. And sometimes it's nice to just have somebody to hold you accountable. Um, Right. You mentioned your, and I've, since I've known you, I've always known you to be a healthy advocate, um, to go to chiropractic care and kind of do some of the, um, you know, alternative ways of medicine. So take us back. You got diagnosed with lymphoma back in 
20, November of 2019. Is that correct? Correct. So mm-hmm. leading up to that journey, you, so take us through that. So like you're, you're in January. What does your life look like that at that time? What did you notice and what prompted you yeah, to? Were you really into wellness at this time too? Like I was, um, being in the spa and wellness industry, you know, I got to know and I was educated by people that, you know, are essentially the, the leaders of that industry. And I always take opportunities to learn and ask questions. You, you have to ask questions or like, you don't know what you don't know, right? So I was constantly learning, taking classes, all those kinds of things and being surrounded by that industry on a daily basis. So again, growing up in my, in my family, that's how my mom raised us, you know, to some degree, you know, I was raised in the eighties and nineties. You, it's different then. Yeah, um, canned vegetables. But then being in the, <laughs> what's that? I always ate canned asparagus. It's disgusting guys. I know. It's like mushy. <laughs> Or like those, you know what, those fruit cups with like high syrup, the big syrup. Those were like our um, healthy treats. Totally. Hamburger (laughs) helpers, all that. I mean, not no shame on those games every once in a while, but that's like what we grew up on, right? Yeah, we didn't know. Exactly. Well, and I don't think you could get those fresh vegetables either. No. It was different. Oh, yeah. It was most definitely different. Mm So, yeah, I mean, working with this integrated nutritious woo excuse me um she really broke things down in a different way it really started to educate me to look at things completely different from a very raw clean standpoint Uh and then to work with her like again i said next to our chiropractic wellness doctor same thing i mean they gave me an entirely new perspective on what living well can look like Uh so when I was you know in January of 2019 I looked in the mirror and I had this funny lump like a like a funky bump it wasn't hard it wasn't hot it wasn't any it wasn't red nothing like that it was just like this funky bump on the side of my neck and I was like eh don't know what that could be so we started through all that testing. I started seeing a PCP. I, start, I went, ended up in the ER for pain, like all these things that just seemed not right. And it went away. Then I got teeny tiny little bumps. So just through that year, I really dove into the idea of different types of blood work. You know, I had no idea. You can get extensive panels of blood work uh-huh. that can tell you stuff so deep it's unbelievable I didn't know that so I had no you, idea when you felt that bump did you go to the doctor right away what were you thinking when you felt and it was it like sore to the touch or you just noticed it no nope, it didn't feel anything it just was kind of there and I'm like well that's kind of weird uh-huh. um I ended up just you know getting a regular primary care doctor and went in and actually two months prior to that, I was very sick. I ended up in bed for four days Um, and that's not like me. I was exhausted, had a cough for two months, like just which I took as being run down because you know the way I worked. I worked constantly. Mm -hmm. I was 
always go, 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 go a million miles an hour. And you've got two and young boys and a husband. Yeah. And other family right. members. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Life was insane. And as much as I worked in that wellness industry every day, I won't say that I probably took the best care of myself that I could have mm-hmm. because life happened and I just was like, oh, this is life, you know, so you, it. you don't know better till you know better. Yeah. And I think sometimes in that young, like in some of those phases, like you said, you, you just got to push it through because you don't know any other way, you mm-hmm. know, and some it's, it's hard. There's no time. We don't know anything else right. though. It's just like, get, yeah, get shit done. Right. Just push, push, push. Exactly. It's like that whole idea of hustle, 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 hustle. Yeah. And that's all I did all day, every day. So I would have thought, like, if I were you and I had that lump, I would have been like, oh, I was just sick. This is just my body still responding to that virus. But I would have probably done the same thing, gone and got checked out. So they check you yep. out, and what do they find? They said that I had strep throat, but I had none of the symptoms of strep throat. And they said I was a carrier. So it got itself stuck in a pocket, I guess, right. somewhere in my neck. I remember them um, swabbing for strep when you're having babies. Remember that? Yeah, and, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So Which, some of us can be the, the whole idea of being a strep carrier wasn't a surprise to me because when I was younger, I never got sick, like flu, cold, any of that kind of stuff. I always got strep throat. Me too. Every Me too. time I got something, it was strep throat. Same. I, I had my tonsils had, out. Yeah, yeah. I brought. I've always had throat stuff. Yeah. Never, never really anything else. I never like was stomach throw up sick a lot or anything. It was just throat stuff. Same. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yep. she sent so it home. That didn't surprise me. They um, gave me an antibiotic and sent me on my way. So you go to take the yep. antibiotic, and but, but you didn't have, like, traditional symptoms of strep throat. But listen, I'm not a doctor. Maybe that's common. Common. Right. Who knows, right? And they're looking at your medical history at this point, which is, like, largely a part of diagnosing anyone, and they're not seeing much. So you go home, you take the antibiotic, and you're not getting better. You notice more lumps in your neck? Well, two days later, I woke up with severe pain in my neck. Severe pain. And... I am not one to cry over pain. I have a pretty high pain tolerance and I was up super early bawling my eyes out. And the fact that I picked my phone up and I called my mom and said, I need you to take me to the ER because I'm in severe pain. That was like a red flag. And it was like, like, something's going on. Not pain when you swallow, but like severe pain in your neck. Just to touch on the side of my neck or just Mm -hmm. like throbbing. Got it. Yep. So what is yep. your, your mindset at this time? Are you still buying that it's strep or you're just not quite sure? I didn't really believe I ever had strep. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what else to think because one, I'm not, you know, I'm not a medical person, mm-hmm. um, but I do know my body and I knew something wasn't right. I just didn't know what at that time. It was very much... Until I till I have an answer, I, I can't answer it. Mm-hmm. So I was just very unsure, but I started to, you know, dig into other things. And this is where I really started to bring in the idea of seeing this chiropractor who we had started seeing years ago for our youngest son because he has some stress issues that he deals with. So we started seeing him and 
you know, I went to him and I said, something's going on. I'm not getting the answers that I believe are correct for me. I need, I need more help. I need to know what else can we be doing? And he immediately started, you know, let's check the blood work. Let's run another panel of blood work. That's different. Mm -hmm. Let's evaluate all these things. And the only thing that continued to show on my blood work, because everything was falling perfectly within range mm-hmm. every time I got blood work and done. Just so people know, when you have a lymphoma diagnosis, you would have elevated levels of, you know, white blood cells or red blood mm-hmm. cells, or I'm not sure, but like those blood cells would all be off typically. Correct. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and exactly. So yours are all showing the only... fine at this point. Yeah. Mine, mm-hmm. mine were all showing, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. So there was no the focus wasn't on the fact that there could be a cancer. Right, right. Not at any point was this any part of the conversation. Were they thinking like mono or who knows? They weren't sure. They, you know, Mm -hmm. to the primary care in the ER continued to tell me I had strep. Um, And my chiropractic doctor said, you know, you have a lot of stress. We need to, like, let's work on bringing your stress levels down. My body at that time was actually 100% acidic. So we were working on bringing my acidity levels down. And if you don't know, when your body is acidic, that's where disease grows. Mm -hmm. So they look at, like, to tell you're acidic, they would look at, like, your pH levels to see whether you are off with that. And if you're running really mm-hmm. acidic, that is something I've never heard anyone talk about. But I guess that would be more of a functional medicine approach. Right. Right. Yep, exactly. Because Stephanie, again, the same thing, that integrative nutritionist, you know, she does blood work chemistry analysis. So she takes your blood work and she sits with it for hours and breaks it down super, super, super deep. Mm-hmm. And she can see stuff that. I don't know anything about it, you know? So, so she would come back and say. Does she look at it different? She looks at it differently than the PCP, obviously. But does she look at it differently than your chiropractor as well? Do they um, work together, to, those two? Correct. Yeah. Okay. To some degree, she looks at it a little bit, you know, more deeply. Mm-hmm. So they do look at it differently, but more on the same level than like the PCP would look at it. So would a typical chiropractor typically work with a functional nutritionist like did he refer you to her or was that just some somebody that you had been connected to in another way nope yes it was somebody that I knew um he was a little bit familiar with her because my sister also sees the same chiropractor and our friend Stephanie the nutritionist Mm -hmm. so she had been working with um our chiropractor for the last decades that's how I initially ended up with him okay and when your chiropractor is telling you you have a lot of stress, I mean, that's no surprise given the phase of life that we're in. Why did, was he saying it was important to bring your stress levels down? Would that help with the, with the acidity, did he think? Um, that, but also just, you know, disease also grows when there's a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. Like when you're constantly in fight or flight, mm-hmm. you're you're in constant tension, you can't relax your body. I mean, you, he had me doing 
you know, deep breathing. He wanted me in yoga more. He wanted me listening to this, you know, relaxation mindset app. You know, mm-hmm. all these things that people on a normal basis would look at you and roll your eyes and be like, for real? Right. Like, I know. What are you doing? It's becoming you know, because more acceptable, but yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's becoming more, you know, of like, I don't want to say the norm, but people are finally starting to understand that there's other things to use out there as resources Mm -hmm. to help with those kinds of things aside from just running to the medicine. So there's other Mm -hmm. ways to support those things. Your mind and body is very much connected. You hit that right, Jayla. I think that we just like the way Mm -hmm. we grew up and our parents, it was just kind of like you you don't pay any attention. Treat the symptoms. Yeah, you just treat the symptoms. you know, cause. But when I have been in fight or flight, I know it and I will get chronic hives and I'll also, I've had shingles um, like four times in my life. I get cold mm -hmm. sores when I'm stressed out. Yeah, so that your body does kind of let you know. Hey. Well, you have to have that like relief. Mine is cold sores. Like yeah. my body, that's how my body gets it out. <laughs> yeah. And not by any means saying that this disease that you went through was caused by stress by any means. Yeah. Not, not saying anything like that, but it is um good for us, I think, all to be aware of when we are in that like you can you can feel it. You almost feel like yourself buzzing. You know what I mean? Like you're like Yeah. Can't mm-hmm. calm it down. Um mm-hmm very interesting so you go to them they're saying things are fine and then you continue out through this is january you didn't get diagnosed until basically the end of the year in november yeah november beginning of november yeah so like the the bumps that one bump was you know the first one was a little bit bigger the rest of them were all very teeny teeny tiny Mm -hmm. under my along my jawline down both sides of my necks and i ended up with them in my collarbone also Uh uh-huh um, and they, they just would like come and go. Some of them would be painful. Some of them wouldn't again in July had another different type of full panel done. Same thing. We just continued on. Okay. Let's adjust this. Let's readjust here. Let's do this. We just tried to find any, anything we could in a, in a more natural way to, figure out what was going on mm-hmm. and then come October I had one on the back right side of my or left side of my neck sorry uh-huh. and it was like a circle there were four of them and it was like a circle and I remember the, the week of my birthday actually um the one on the back of my neck just kept getting more and more sore and bigger and more and more sore and bigger and more and more sore and bigger. It was huge. And I remember seeing this. Yeah. To the point where I couldn't move my head. I couldn't turn my neck Mm. and I cried every day in pain and was just, I didn't know what to think. I was like, what is going on? What was your mindset at this time? Yeah. Yeah. I imagine you were probably panicked and yeah, I, I tried to keep cool, you know, how I am. I tried to be very, okay, I don't know what I'm dealing with, so I need to be calm about it because the moment you start to allow your brain to run, then you're thinking in the future, and then there's that anxiety, and then there's that more stress, and then there's all those unknowns that don't help your situation mm-hmm. in the present moment. Right. So I tried very hard to, like, be cool, calm, collect, but, like, knowing there was a direction that I had to go that 
I was unsure of still. So then your chiropractor says, okay, you should go to the ENT, the ear, nose, and throat doctor to get a biopsy. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. go, they do a biopsy, and it comes back non-conclusive, right, at this point. Mm-hmm. So they still, mm-hmm. your body's still not physic. I mean, it's physically showing signs that something's wrong, but, like, internally, they're not really quite yeah. able to tell. Internally, I was at optimum health. Crazy. My body was at optimum Mm -hmm. health. My immune system was stronger than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And I had like a second head growing out of the side of my neck. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe because you were doing all this other stuff to try to help you, your body was like, oh, she's okay. Yeah. It was like it was tricking itself in a way. I don't Mm -hmm. know. That could be wrong. And, and that's just the thing like I don't I don't think there's ever going to be a definitive answer mm-hmm. on where did this come from how did this start why did this happen why did it come out of your neck the way it did to show the red flags mm-hmm. to get you where you needed to be to have the treatment to catch it early to all the other things you know I don't know that there's ever going to be a clear line of black and white why yeah but the main point for me was I was thankful that it came out on the side of my neck the way it did because we did catch it early and I was able to get the treatments I needed right quickly right right so right what and and for other people it would come out differently sorry it could um they were saying that a lot of times the type of lymphoma I have is very rare um it typically hides in your armpits mm. or in your in your lymph nodes, like hidden and tucked away. Wow. And mine did not. Mine wow. was clear as day right on the side of my neck. She had like a softball size wow. growth on the side mm-hmm. of her neck. And I remember you showing pictures and it being like very red. It looked mm-hmm. so painful. So you do, they, they end up doing another biopsy and obviously finding out that it was in fact lymphoma. And what, what type of lymphoma was it? Um, it was large T cell lymphoma. Large T cell. ALK positive. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you get, you get referred up to West Penn to Dr. Khan, who's wonderful. I I know Dr. Khan too. Um, and he actually tried to connect Jessica and I, which is hilarious. (laughs) Oh, really? He's like, I have a young lymphoma survivor. And she's into health and wellness, and I think she would like to start a podcast. I'd like to connect you with her. And then he, like, sent me your number. I was like, we went to college together. (laughs) Small world. It is such a small world. Um, He's so funny. But I I know him, and I I do know this, like, because I'm in uh, sales as well. Like, feeling good with your team is probably so important, too, when you're going through a major diagnosis. And he would make you feel really confident that he's got your back. I'm sure he made you did. Not that it was easy oh. by any means. Yeah, his his entire team is like that. They came in. Um, I was transported to, to West Penn, and I was there for five days the first time around, and I had three days worth of treatment. And the first two days I was there was just to rerun all the tests, mm-hmm. just to confirm everything, and just for me to, you know, have pain management and to be in where in the right place where I was going to be doing all my treatments. Right. And I remember when he came in on that Monday morning and he, 
he just looked at me. He goes, honey, you're going to be okay. You're, you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. This is going to be fine. I've read everything. You know, you are early stage one. You really did a great job catching this. He's like, you got this in the bag, bud. We're going to be good. His wife is a dentist, but she doesn't practice. She's a life coach as well. And he's the type of person that if he sees that everybody's in the hospitals having a bad day, he'll buy the whole floor lunch. Like he'll, he'll recognize those things. So like to know that you're with somebody that's going to listen to you mm-hmm. and, you know, make you feel confident because mindset can be so helpful throughout this. I'm sure I, I, we can't speak to it. I can't imagine what you were going through. But you, um, you were, you know, you documented a lot of it on your Instagram too. So if, if people want to go mm-hmm. back and watch you, how, how do you now, cause I, I also remember you had the young boys too. How did you tell them? How did you make it not so scary for them? Even though I'm sure it was. Yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't something, you know, my hair was super long Yeah. and now that I look back on it, I recognized that I was essentially hiding in my hair mm-hmm. because I had this growth on the side of my neck, yeah. you know? Um, but the boys did know. My husband and I sat them down one night and we said, you know, we know you can see the bump on the side of my neck. We know that you guys know that mommy's in a lot of pain and really struggling right now. I'm going to be going through a lot of testing and we aren't sure what's going to come out of it. We don't know what I'm going to have to do, but we just want you guys to know that we're going to do it together. We're going to be a family and we're going to stay strong. And you guys may have to step up a little bit Uh just to help out, but we don't know. And we're going to go figure it out. So I remember you saying too, you didn't use cancer with them. You, you caught it. Right. So when I finally got my diagnosis, um, you know, like you just said, mindset was a huge piece of this. Huge. And Dr. Khan does recognize that. And he said that before on an interview he and I did together. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, the, the thing that was so helpful to me was the mindset that I had. Mm-hmm. The mindset was this freaking sucks. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to go in and crush it because I have no other options and that's what I'm going to do. Right. So that was the way I thought as much as possible. Of course, I had my days where that wasn't the case, but as much as possible, that's how we looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I scrapped, my husband and I scrapped using the word cancer right out of the gates. hmm it's not that we didn't recognize it and we knew that that was the reality, but when you hear that word, you immediately dig yourself into a black hole as if, yeah. oh my God, it's the, it, that's, this is it. You know, that's, that's just the way the perspective is on that. Yeah. It's so a word that you're like scared to even say out loud, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's got such a scary connotation with it. Yeah. It does. And even still to, to today, two years later, I still have a hard time saying it. Yeah. Even though I know that's the truth and that was my reality and I, I lost all the hair and all that kind of thing. I still have a hard time saying it because it's just such a terrible word. It is so heavy. It's terrible. 
and we decided that we were going to explain it to the boys you know they were young we said to them mommy has a really terrible infection you guys can see it you know it's there terrible infection but we're gonna go in and i'm gonna have warrior treatments and these treatments are gonna go in and they're gonna just knock it out Mm -hmm. they're gonna crush it and stomp it and break it apart and they're just gonna destroy it all and it's gonna be gone and that really helped them understand a little bit better like the first night of treatments i remember we said we were gonna send in the hulk and the hulk was gonna go in and bust it up and then we were gonna send in i forget what the other two were like i don't know Pac-Man was going to go in and eat it up and like right. stuff so that they could understand. You I, know? I, I go to Black Widow. I'm <laughs> like, Black Widow's coming. <laughs> sucking yeah. that sucker out. That's good though. That yeah. That's probably really helpful for somebody that's going yeah. through something major. Yeah, it, it is kind of like a mind trick there too. And like just to be aware that, you know, saying that word can subconsciously knock you back even if you try to shift it a different way like you know yeah and I think too like owning Mm -hmm. it owning your journey and knowing that I'm going to control the narrative on Mm -hmm. how we talk about this because when you get you don't want other people's pity you want them to give you like positive energy Mm -hmm. in a way Mm -hmm. I'm sure that all is is helpful too um oh yeah so that was that was a big again mind over matter yeah faith over fear right Mm -hmm. there so today, what are you, what would you say is like one simple tip that someone can do to take care of themselves? Like you're two years out from this journey. I, I still feel uh-huh. like it's 2020, but it's not. Yeah, no. um, how does it, your self-care routine, how has it evolved in like, what does it look like? What, what's, what's a simple thing that someone can do to take care of themselves? Probably the biggest thing that I do is I listen to my body. How do you do that? I listen to myself because, and I know this is hard some days because of the nature of our life. So I I don't take that away. But I look, listen to my body each morning. I wake up first off and I thank the Lord for waking me. Like, thank you for my life. That's number one out of the gates. First thing I do. That's an easy one. And then I do. It's it is easy. Just mm-hmm. thank you for waking me. Right. Period. Right. Simple. But it's so powerful and that that sets your day into like, oh my god, I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, that's one small positive step which accelerates into more and then, you know. Yeah. I've just learned to listen to myself. If I'm tired, I rest. Yeah. If I'm energetic, I do the work if if I'm I don't know down in the dumps I get my journal out and I just dump it onto a piece of paper and get it all out of my head and I shut the notebook and that's it I have to like adjust my mindset you learn those little tools to do for yourself when you really listen to yourself your body is going to tell you exactly what it needs Mm. if you listen and you look for it yeah that's good slow down to speed up right that's true yep that is you have to very very good information um what's your why not of the day i'll, I'll go with mine i i 
Um, I like this one, and it's wear a pair of pants that make your ass look good. I, I like that one because Cody Rigsby, you know, mm-hmm. from I love Cody. If you know, you know. He said that, and I was like, you know what? We like underestimate how how good you might feel in a in a pair of pants that make your ass look good. So yeah. do that today. Do you have one, Jayla? Oh my gosh! Why not sleep in? Because I've been doing a lot of that lately. Your body needs it. Yeah. Slow down to speed up. Yep. That used to be my yep. mantra. Because I'm like a little bit of a spaz sometimes. <laughs> and that helps. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jess? Do you have a why not? I think my why not would be what if. What if you took a bad situation and you found just one little glimpse of hope and positivity in it? Mm-hmm. And changed the way you wrote the narrative for that situation yeah I like how you flipped that that's that's unbelievable that you were able to do that and um, I know it's not been easy and I know we will never understand what you went through um, but we are sure glad that you're here today to share your story with us and with so many and I feel like you know if we can help one person along something different or difficult that they're going through um, then, you know, it's all, it's, it's a good thing. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah. And feel free to reach out to Jess. Yes. And your Instagram handle, if someone wants to work with you or just get to know you more, is that the best way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, on Facebook also. So what's your Instagram at Jessica, Jessica dot Johnston underscore. Okay, I'll put this on the show notes, and I'll put Dr. Mary, mm-hmm. your chiropractic, um, from Family First Chiropractic yeah. in there as well. I know you talked to me about a book in the past, too, called 100 Days to Brave. You said that was something yep. that helped you through as well, um, like little devotionals that you would read every day throughout your mm-hmm. treatment. Do you still read that? Is that something that you still read, or are you reading anything good right now? Uh, I've read more in the last two years than I have probably my entire life. Yeah. (laughs) Same with Jayla and I. We were like, I've never been a reader, but now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's just that personal development. Um, I have one right now that I'm reading from Emily Lay, and it's not necessarily a book book. It's more of kind of like a book slash workbook, and it's called Growing Boldly. Oh, I like that. And I really like that because she's helping you really hone in on who you are and Mm -hmm how you build where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So it gives a, I got stumped yesterday on one of the pages because it said, you know, somebody positive in your life and they want you to fill this in. And then it said somebody that creates negativity. And I was like, Ooh, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I got so stumped on that because what I learned after going through this battle was who I want around me who I'm surrounding myself with, whose energy is welcome and whose energy is not. Yeah. And that it's okay to say no and put a barrier up if those people you know don't serve you in the way you need to be served in life. Absolutely. So I was like, I'm going to skip that one right now. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to focus on those things sometimes. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Your story is um, inspiring. It's uplifting. Um, you are just a bright light and you have really positive content on your Instagram. And that's why, you know, that's the social media platform that I choose to look at. 
most. So we just appreciate you coming on. Did you have anything else, Jayla, or anything? No. Keep being a bright light. Yeah. Keep on shining. We're excited to see your, your journey. And I know um, you're thinking about starting a podcast and we're happy to help you in any way. Absolutely. Yeah. For I would sure. love that. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. It was great chatting with everybody. And I am available to answer any and all questions. And that's why I chose to share my entire battle through my social media and after. So it's all on my Instagram. And if it's not, ask me. I'll answer. Thanks, Jess. You're welcome. This is the Ask Yourself Why Not Podcast. Thanks.